Um, Talita, get that video ready. So right now we're going to show um, you guys a video of a, a discipleship training school that is going on um, where Danny and Jose are today. Um, give me a napkin or something. Let's build some water there. Sorry about that. Um, but anyways, they're getting ready to go into outreach. And what Pastor Samuel is like, we want uh, for you all to... Just pray for these young people because they're ready to go preach the gospel. And um, so we want to partner with them either in prayer or support, whatever God speaks to you. But um, we we want to watch a video about what they're doing. And then next week uh, we will take an offering for them. But this is just for you guys to get an idea of what's going on with Y1 Pachuca DTS. Y en este momento estamos haciendo nuestra Escuela de Discipulado y Entrenamiento en Huayhuampachuca. Mi nombre es Rebeca. Soy Santiago. Soy Gustavo. Soy Rubén. Esta escuela dura seis meses, se divide en dos fases, teórica y práctica. Eh, somos un equipo conformado por nueve personas, tres de ellos son americanos y seis mexicanos. Y nos gustaría que fueran parte de nuestro equipo, apoyándonos en oraciones y finanzas. El monto que necesitamos cubrir como equipo es de 81.500 pesos mexicanos. Si en tu corazón está contribuir en esta etapa, te vamos a estar dejando los contactos de nuestros líderes o también un número de cuenta para que te contactes con ellos. ¡Gracias! Gracias. If you can read the English that fast, you're good. <laughs> what the caption was, the way that they speak in Spanish, that's what they was getting English. And uh, yes, just uh, look if you can, just turn me up for the hearing pairing. And uh, Pastor Samuel is not here, as you already saw. If you're first time, uh, we're glad to have Karen with us. And please come back, I'm not the pastor. The pastor, I'm just covering him today. But please, come back. Whatever you're going to hear today is not our pastor does, okay? I'm so different. If you have your first time here, we welcome you. And uh, it, yeah, again, please, come back. It's not this type of English you're going to hear next Sunday. It is all, everything is different. Thank for the, 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 that young lady visiting us today beside Jill. And uh, there's a new lady there. And uh, <laughs> I was playing that. I said, who is that? I said, I know her. But uh, a woman is different. One Sunday you come with an, uh, one hair color and another one. They come with another. And we don't know if you are new or not. But um, you, you look good, Holly. You look good. Uh, and uh, I hope it's Holly. Yeah, it is. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I hope you guys have a, a good uh, Saturday night sleeping. And this morning, I hope that uh, you woke up three hours before get here to the church. And uh, we took a shower. And because the, last night, you already have all your clothes in ready. The kids' clothes wet last night. All iron and everything's wet. This morning, you before you get into the, 
out of the bed, you pray for five minutes, and then you went take a shower, turn it on, the worship time in your house, everybody's happy, and you say, man, I can't wait to get to the church, and uh, we, you ha we still have two hours to get there, so yeah, the kids all happy, the wife is straightened her hair or put the, the wig, so I get to cover everybody, so, and you making a cup for a wife, and taking care of the kids as your wife is straightened her hair, so I hope you have that morning. And then you get that in the parking lot. You came here and said, wow, thank you because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. And as a family, we come here to worship the Lord. And then, uh, I hope that you have that. But sometimes you come, uh, well, we leave 30 minutes off the church. And we wake up at uh, five minutes. Uh, uh, we, we start to run. Get your things ready. Get the kids ready. Hey. Not that close. The other one. And then let's let's go to the church. Get him. Oh man, it's a Sunday morning. I gotta go to the church. And then the gun in the parking lot. I told you to wake up early. And then now we late. We gotta here on a worship time. I didn't have to eat my donut. And come here. Oh, we get in the church. I love you, honey. And let's go to kid. I love you. So if you're the family A, you're doing well. If you're the family B. You have to work some things out. And, uh, but I'm glad that this doesn't happen this church, the family B. We have just the family A. The family A, it, it is nice. And then, uh, and I will talk about, I'm not going to preach, okay? It's gonna, let's look, do like we are in the Starbucks or in the Medellin. I don't know if you have been there, but just sit there and drink a latte. I don't know how to spell, but I know how to drink. So let's have this conversation. Today we just, I, I, I'm not going to preach. I, I want to talk with you. That's right. That's all right with you. And uh, before we, we, we read our text, and I, every time, this is not one of my favorite texts. It, it, it is, but uh, every time I'm going to prepare my sermon, and uh, I, I just have to go there. Ezra 7.10. And I have all the time. And I go study my Bible. I have to go on that verse. I cannot go anywhere else before I, I read there. Because for Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law or study the law to the, the Lord and do it or apply in his life and teach Israel all the astute for the, his judgment. So, Ezra set in his heart to study the law, study the, the, the word, to practice, to put, apply in his life, to do it, and teach. Every time that you go teach somebody, you have to go through that two things before. You study, apply your life and do it, and then you teach. A lot of people want to teach before do it. And a lot of, a lot of people want to do it without you study. So, every time we go there, we, we say that uh, it is hard for our pa uh, pastor, now I know how Pastor Samuel, it's take eight hours for you to prepare a sermon. Eight hours. It's not, a, it's not easy. So, we're not just sit there eight hours to prepare a sermon, but the, during the week, it's, uh, 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 the average is eight hours to prepare a sermon. For those who doesn't speak English like me, take 16. 
is hardened on me. But I'm going to talk about something tonight, today that uh, probably you don't have it, but I have. And, uh, and everybody, I hope, have. But uh, we're going to talk about feelings. I don't know if you have feelings, but I have. And we're going to talk about feelings today. If that's all right with you? Tell the person that you like the most, said, we're going to talk about feelings. Take the, tell the one that you barely tolerate and say, we're going to talk about feelings. And just look somebody with attitude and say, we're going to talk about feelings. And let's read, let's read, let's go there and, and Luke chapter 17. The Gospel of St. Luke chapter 17. We're going to read. I would like, as I read, if you can read there too. I want to hear your voice, okay? I don't know about you, but for me to understand some things, I got to read aloud. And, uh, and no distraction, okay? The only distraction you're going to see when you keep, uh, start to read, and you're going to hear my accent. You say, what's he say? But you keep reading. Keep reading, okay? Let's go. Chapter 17, verse 1. And then... Said unto these the disciples, look, 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 look. Did, did you pay attention to one thing there? He was talking with his disciples, nobody else. See, that's how you have to read. You got, he wasn't talking with me, he wasn't talking with his disciples. It's impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through who they come. It were better for him that a milestone were hanging about his neck. And he cast into the sea. That then he should offend one of my little ones. Take heed to yourself. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass again, then seven times a day. And seven times a day, turn again to thee. Say, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the disciple said unto the Lord, Oh, that's my best part. <laughs> to do that, Lord, increase my faith. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, yet might set into the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, and thou plant into the sea, and shall be obeyed. Look there. Right now, he said that uh, if you have a faith that uh, as the uh, mustard, uh, uh, grain of mustard seed, you're going to what? Seek a mind tree. Before, if you go there in Matthew 17, he said you can move the mountains. Why he's talking about right now the seek a mind tree, we're going to see later on this. But uh, he said you're going to Pluck that up by the, the roots. But, but it, if you have a servant plowing of the feed and cattle, will say unto him, by and by, he, when he is coming from the field, go and sit down and meet, and will not rather say unto him, make ready wherewith and make sup, uh, a soup, and guard themselves, thyself, and serve me. Till I have eaten, and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Thou that 
thanked the, the servants because he did, and the things were commanded to him, I throw not. So likewise, when we shall have done all these things which are commanded you, say, we are unprofitable servants, we have done that which has our duty to do. Look, we, we, we read 10 verses here. For some of you, it is more verse that we read now than you have been reading a month. But uh, he stopped with the feelings. Jesus was set with the, his disciple as I talked about the feelings. And then he said, that is impossible, you're not going to get offended. It is impossible. Wherever you go, wherever we at, if we are with people, we have somebody going to get on our nerves. The, this earth, this planet have 8 billion people. And you cannot please all of them. You're going to get somebody's nerves. And, and the feelings is good. God said the feelings in, in, in our heart, in our lives. The, the, the feelings is, is not bad, can be bad. Can be bad, but God wants you have feelings, but not led by your feelings. And because of feelings for, for the, towards our children, we're going to give them security. As a father and a mother, they say, well, they're going to feel secure in, our, in their lives that somebody loves them. The feelings, it, it, it is good. But you're gonna, you have to know how to manage your feelings. Which is very hard for some people. To manage their feelings. And uh, what we see all the time. Your feelings can get hurt. Your feelings can get bruised. Your feelings can get misunderstood. And uh, you can see somebody with a broken arms or broken legs. But it's hard to see sometimes some people with a broken heart. It is hard to see. It doesn't have a prescription for the broken legs, but doesn't have a prescription for a broken heart. It is hard to treat it. It is hard to treat somebody who has been uh, uh, not raised by the parents or happy uh, uh, in a family that have that, that disorder. It is hard to treat broken heart. As a physical... Uh, 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 pain, it is easy to treat. But the feelings, it, it, is, it is hard. And how you do this, and in order to you have success, you have to manage your feelings. And that's what Jesus was trying. I, I, when you read these carefully, these 10 verses, Jesus was set there preparing his disciples Caring about their feelings. Jesus cared about your feelings. Sometimes we don't care about other people's feelings. We care about us. But Jesus cares about how you feel today. Jesus cares how you're going. Whatever you're going through, Jesus cares about that. And uh, one thing that uh, we always hear. That uh, sometimes we do some permanent uh, 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 decisions. And temporary circumstances in our lives. Why? Because we have been led by the feelings. And the feelings that uh, we need to uh, uh, please somebody. Please other people. You have broken heart and you can smile. You can come to the church. 
but you have broken heart. And you can say, how are you? I'm just fine. Welcome to the J.C. Penny. How can I help you? But inside, you don't see if they don't like their job, if they're there because they have to, if they come here to church because they want to or they have to. But it is hard to see broken heart. And, uh, but Jesus cares, and then we need to, to see this and, and develop this thing about feelings today and break some things, break some chains. Have one time, one time, this, this dog was uh, uh, tied by the chain, the big old pokes there. And have this guy, the, the, the dog was, uh, was strong. He, have time, he tried to run, that chain pulled him back. And, but one time, got this boy and he was getting that dog's nerves all the time. The dog, the boy, with his bike. And the dog didn't care what's holding him because what's in front of him was the best. He want to eat that boy. He broke that chain that was holding him. Why? Because what was in front of him was better than what was holding him. And to break some chains in our life, the things that is ahead of us have to be better than our past. And always is going to be. It's things that pull you, push you to, to go and, and I'm going to eat that boy because he get on my nerves. Break that chain. I want to get that victory to my family. I want to get that victory to my wife. For me. For my family. For my children. Break that chain of the past. Because the things I had is better. What is holding you today. So Jesus spent all this. Teaching the disciples. Not everybody is equipped today. To see how you feel. It's not. Because again. We are taking care of more our feelings. But the Bible said that uh, when the happy heart makes the face cheerful. But the broken heart makes the face. So you don't have to be psychologist to see how you, you, you are today. You come here. I know what's having your heart. The, I don't have to be psychologist. We study for that to be a pastor, but we don't have to do it. But as the happy heart make the joy, the, the face cheerful. But when you suck some lemon, it doesn't matter how kind you are, how sweet you are. You're going to get somebody nervous. If you don't believe, go on social media. You post something, if you lose weight, are you too skin? If you gain weight, are you need to work out more? And you're going to get somebody nervous easy. But uh, Jesus was training these disciples and helped them and say like this, you cannot manage the victory by what people feel. You cannot manage your victory by trying to please other ones. And if they're happy, if you say, I'm, uh, I'm victorious. No, don't manage that through this. Because you're not going to be impossible to please somebody. If you straight your hair, and I, yeah, 
I'm going to please somebody. I'm going to straighten my hair. I'm going to straighten my wrinkles. I'm going to blow my lips. I'm going to flatten my stomach. Whatever it took from my stomach, I'm going to put it behind me. And, 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 and I'm going to please somebody. No. No. And I, I didn't see nobody like that situation here, okay? So you, you, you don't. It is impossible. And the ladies or the guys are single, and we always, well, not us, because I'm married. <laughs> let, let me fix that before I say something. But I know how she chose her man. That's why I have me. You cannot choose somebody. Or, or when you, if you're in charge to do a job interview, or even the church as a leader, when somebody says, Pastor, I have the calling to be a pastor. We cannot judge or you, we cannot do this interview by your IQ. Because you are intelligent. Because... What you're going to leave for if you hire that person, very intelligent. If you marry that guy, very intelligent. It is IQ high. And if he has his emotional quotient low, that's the man you're going to live with. Can be the very smart man. Bring a lot of money. But if when he leaves, his dirt socks on the floor, your, his dirt underwear on the bathroom, he's going to get in your nervous. And you're going to tell him, he's going to shout back, and that's the... He's low in his emotional quotient. So when you hire somebody, please make sure that, uh, yes, he's intelligent, he's smart. But how they handle the pressure. When people's under pressure, how you handle that in your feelings, in, in your marriage, in the man's. And yesterday, I, I was reading this week, and then yesterday I had to, sometimes I kneel down before my wife. But yesterday I sat, she was there, sat on the sofa, I came here, I sat on her leg in front of her. I said, forgive me, please. She said, but what? I said, I, 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 I lose points every day. <laughs> forgive me. Do know, you know why, man's? Because the Lord said, he's going to stop all the going right. He's going to stop the blessings from the heaven because we don't treat our wife good. At least five men have a seizure. I could see from here. <laughs> they... <laughs> I don't want God hide or hand my, 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 my prayer. Because I treat her bad. And I ran to her. And I said, forgive me, please. Because I was about to go and, 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 and pray about some things that I need. I said, Lord, before I go there. And then I come back. And, man, see the way that you treat your wife. And your emotion. Have ladies. That uh, if he, you guys... She put something here. And then when she come back, it is here. She will scream with you. Because she put this thing there. So, this lady is low on IQ or EQ? 
how you handle your emotions when you're under pressure. In your relationship. Sometimes I try to test my wife. I put her under pressure. How should she handle that? I get on her nerves every day. But she has a way to handle pressure that have been teaching me how to do it. Because sometimes, and I don't handle pressure good, I want to say something. When I see something on the Facebook, I want to put a comment. And I have a lot of good stuff to add. And then when I write, and I want to add it. Because I have good stuff. So now, I change. When I have Simon under pressure, and some that person come on the room, I just... Because you can quote my eyes. Because I want to say something. But I start to handle the pressure like this. If you come in the room and you see me like. I want to say something. How you handle your feelings. If you not be careful. The offense. That's, that, that, that's what Jesus was trying to teach the time. If you not, don't be careful. The offense, you're going you're gonna to spend so much energy trying to set, set down that of offense. That's going to become a distraction, what God has for you. Because you just did, I want to fix this offense, I want to go there. That's a distraction. God has something greater for you there. You're losing time right here. So how you handle your emotions? Because the body, and I don't know if I'm going to say that word, secretions. The body, when it's in the pain, if you cut something, the body releases some secretions. Secretions. That is the same amount that when you have broken heart. The body doesn't distinguish that. It's the same amount when you cut and you have this, that secretion, and when you broken heart, is the same. So that's why you gotta get and to to work on this kingdom to serve the Lord. You gotta have a thick skin. Jesus wasn't trying to raise these disciples to have a petty attitude, because to to go and do what they're gonna do, conquer the land, and preach the gospel and heal the sick. They have to have a thick skin. And some of you even don't have a skin. Because anything, you stop to come to the church, stop to talk with the pastor, stop to talk with the leaders. And it is amazing. When we have a broken heart, the first thing we quit is a church. No, I, can't. I don't quit my job. I don't quit the, the bar. I don't quit nothing but... I don't go in the church because all the hypocrites there. Man. Where's in the bar? So, if you need or want to have a perfect church, just don't go there. Pastor Samuel said all the time this. If you want a perfect church, doesn't come here. Because you, if this is a perfect church, you're going to turn that church in mass. So, 
how you 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 work on the your your emotion how 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 you Jesus preparing this these disciples and he was making sure that he all these three years he covered everything now he set them aside to talk with the emotion look it, we could we should teach more about how you handle your emotion than how you become a preacher or how you become a disciple and our kids we need to teach them how to handle emotion because sometimes uh, if you don't know how to handle anything the pastor going to tell you anything that the leader said to you you say i'm not going to come more into this church because this church is And then when you see what the people talking and saying to you, and look, never take the feelings of the other person personal. And you just stay there and hear the person say, and do you know what that? Huh. Yes, sir. That heart is wounded. That has a broken heart right there. Have a lot of wounded there that the cover is not healed yet. Why? Because sometimes in a relationship, we just cover the wound. We don't want to talk about that. But, uh, yeah, now some couples have a seizure there too. Just let it go. Talk about it. Don't cover the wound. We get it too. Because the wound is, can be open and get infected. But uh, scars it means that it's healed. Never gonna go open. And I'm almost finished. Say praise the Lord. Let me go deeper. If sometimes the way that you worship, you're gonna offend the people. Sometimes your conversation you're gonna offend the people. And sometimes in the family. Wife is going to offend the, the husband. Husband going to offend the wife. The cat's going to eat the dog's food. Dog's going to kick the, the, the cat. And then we raised a lot of kids, offended the kids. And then the, 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 your cat ate your fish. And everybody in the house is offended. Then we come here in the Lord and on, on, on the church. And me and my house serve the Lord. And are you kidding me? You offended. <laughs> so... Look at the person that are beside you say, get out of your feelings. You've got to fix this. And then Jesus, Jesus keeps saying that, now, if it's better for somebody to have a milestone on, on his neck and throw it to the sea, than make something for my little ones. He was talking about protection for you and I. And then he was giving us a security that he was going to take care of them. We don't have to vengeance nobody. That's why he said, it's better that person have a milestone on the neck and toe in the seat than do something for my little ones. So you don't have a right to do it. She's going to have it. He's going to have it. No, Jesus will take care about that. If you're in a relationship with him, you're going to put him in everything in his hand, and he will take care of that. Now he come, 
And he said, if somebody come and do something for you seven times a day, and you have to forgive seven times, seven and the disciple, oh, increase my faith to handle this. Lord, I don't know why... When you start to leave addition to multiplication, it is too much number right there, 7 times 70. I don't know if I can sign up with this. I can do 3 times 21, but not 7 times 7, Lord. I don't know. Not that I'm not going to do it, but it's going to be hard for me to do, Lord. But why you don't change that number? So when the disciples say increase our faith, and you read, say, what the disciples saw that, that they relate faith and forgiveness. When Jesus said, forgive them, and they said, increase my faith, our faith. What they saw, that so related. Because if you believe on him, if you are on him and he is in you, you will be able to forgive. You'll be able. That's why you cannot walk Jesus right there, right there, right there. No, it's right here. You're going to be able to forgive. And then he changed from the offender to the offended. And say, just forgive. I don't know, don't, don't have to be look around, but uh, if you have to forgive people, and you first have to say, Lord, increase my faith. And that's why on this kingdom, you cannot work properly or the way that God wants you to do it. If you don't know how to forgive. And if you don't know how to manage your feelings. I like this conversation because uh, uh, every time that... Uh, you sit down with somebody and they start talking what somebody did for them or what somebody did for their family. And the less word that we want to hear on that conversation, it is. But you know, Pastor, I understand and I will forgive them. But it's hard to listen to them. It's hard to hear them. Whatever you're going through right now, Jesus cares about your feelings and he has something great for you. I must get it to the end and I will say, now, he said, if you have a faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might go into the sycamine tree and pluck the, the roots. Uh, uh, Talita, can you put that... Uh, that's the one of the type of the sycamine tree. Just for you to, to, to see what I, what I want to explain to you. And <clears throat> you know, did you see that roots there? This type of tree doesn't grow the roots too deep. It's 24 inches down to the ground. But what's this root this is wide. Spread wide. And see how the root is? That is entangled. So it is hard to unpluck that tree from the ground. That's why Jesus said if you have a 
teeny tiny faith like the grain of mustard seed, you're going to be able to do that. What their roots? Because the roots of bitterness from people, the roots cause the system in the family. Data. There's a cheating dad, a cheating mom, and unforgive dad and forgive mom. So now you have all these ears in your life and you have their roots in your life. You have the system in your life. Jesus wants that you break that system. That is just entangled on the sin and addiction. And uh, when you talk with people, you can see where they come from. Their reaction is not a, like that. I say, don't take personals because that people, sometimes they come from the system on their lives. That is, have been root, uh, spread on their sins when they, they are growing up. Hurtings and wounds that, that they have in their lives and have this system. So if they grow up with all that hurtings, what are they going to do it? They're going to hurt. So and then you don't, if you don't know how to manage your feelings, that person is going to hurt you. You're going to take personal. You're going to hurt back. And, and we're not going to have a church. We're going to have a hell. <laughs> so... That's why when you, you, you talk with somebody, you talk with brothers and sisters, and try to manage all these, try to think about this. It, it is not their fault. They come through the system in their family that have been hurt them. And sometimes uh, growing kids, growing uh, uh, teenagers, growing men, old men almost ready to go to the heaven. They still on these roots here. That I'm mad. I grow up mad. And I became a man mad. And I will die mad. No. Why you have to die like this? Spread your, your roots. You know why? Because the next generation is looking for something that is great for them through your life. And Jesus was trying to get the disciples to understand that. Because if not, they're going to, like I said in the, in the beginning, they're going to try to fix the offenses here. And Jesus have you got to go and heal the sick. You got to go and cast the demon. You got to go and spread the gospel. And they're not going to have time because I'm take care of here. The brother that don't like me. Forget about him. You have something to do for Christ. Don't stop it. Don't stop if if uh, one thing that I, I like when the, uh, Jesus had the last supper, he was there with the disciple. In the, in this time, have a three things there happen at the same time: the physical body with Jesus, breaking the symbolic body of Jesus, and giving to the mystical body of Jesus that was the disciple. Jesus, the body of Jesus, say, break the bread, eat my body. And he was giving his body to the mystical body. Because when he went up, all the body of Christ is you and I. If the devil knew about that, the devil would kill Jesus because he killed Jesus. Right? But uh, the mystical body is right there. He, he had to kill all of us. That's why you're not welcome on here. He want to kill you. Because right now, Jesus living in you. And he cannot kill anymore, nobody. But he will try to do with you. And then you're there. I'm not going to go in the church anymore because 
that lady told me my hair was too straight and one part was going up and, and, and then it's... Uh, Some people get so mad that they even put the wig backwards. They even can't have time to look at the, the mirror that the wig is backwards. They just want to go there. I want to fix that. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. I'll, I'll be, come back there. She's going to have it. <laughs> Feelings. Are you... Have you, do you, don't, don't raise your hand, okay? Don't, don't shake your head, okay? Just suck it up this area. Do you have something to manage in your feelings? I'm even going to look it, okay? And do you need to fix this? Do you know why? Because your feelings, if you have all mixed up, you're not going to hurt people. We will a little bit. But it's going to hurt you more. You're going to live in a life like bitterness. And a lot of people with a young age, all these side here have all. Because they mad all the time. You look this, people are making money just to stretch there. Because you walk all the time like this. Let me tell you something. Takes 72 muscles on your face to be like this. And 14 muscles on your face to be like this. Which is better? I know you don't like to work out. You're not going to move 72 muscles on your face. It's better to move just 14 muscles on your face than 72. And you spend a million dollars to go in and, and put some silicone here to stretch it up. Right there. And then you put something here to blow up. And they go to blow your lips. Then you take selfies. You do like, right now, all the selfies you do, all, all pictures you see, you see the pillar. If you don't, don't, didn't born black like me, we have a lips. We have lips. Sometimes if I chew too much my food, I, I eat my lips. <laughs> I cannot eat. I have to eat. I have to chew just a little bit and, and pet. Sometimes, yes, Lord is no there. And, and I, I, well, I'm eating and sometimes, oh, Lord is in there. Look here, look here. Because I chew too much my, my, my food. So we have lips. Praise the Lord, I don't have to blow nothing. So, make sure you move 14 muscles. Okay? Don't move 72. Move 14. Manage your feelings. Jesus cares about your feelings. You Sometimes you can be on the ground and feel alone. Because you're wounded. But uh, when you know that Jesus, the creator of the universe... He knows. He cares about our feelings. Doesn't matter if you look at me with the lemon face. And doesn't matter if you look at me. Jesus care about my feelings. And I'm not going to flat my tongue in and put behind me to please nobody. Because I have to do something. When Nehemiah was building the wall. 
came this same lad to buy and was telling him, Hey, you're doing things because you're against us. You know? Nehemiah all the time was giving this response. I'm doing the great work. I don't have time to talk with you. See, I'm doing great work for the Lord. I don't have time to, oh, the, the, you, you, you fight there, you fought there, and you don't, don't have there. No, I'm doing great work. And, and then please do this great work. And this morning, I want to that we're going to pray and break some chains. Again, to break the chain, the thing that is in front of you have to be better than what is behind you on your path. That root, that take off of your, your life. You spread that root, that system of your life. And teach more your kids, your family, how to handle emotions. And I did it with my son this. this <laughs> I did it with my son. I said, you know how to handle emotions? If somebody comes to you and do some, something, and you just get closer wherever your arms reach, and you stay there. And then when uh, the finish, if he touch you, boom, he just won. So that's how you handle emotion. And then the only emotion that you get to handle, because this is going to hurt. You don't cry. You say, handle that emotion. How you handle that? Don't take personal. Everything against you. Is something, some roots is spread it. It's not never personal. It's about the situation. You get into a situation in church and a job, they start to scream with each other and the hells and that. It's not because you're a bad person, not because you is is not worth a lot. No, it's the wound on that person is a created. They don't know how to level and manage that emotion. When your husband come all mad and he doesn't know how to handle. You know how to fix us? Give some kiss. Give some love. A lot of family today can say, I love you. It is amazing. They even fight and say, I love you. But you know, we don't know how to express our feelings. I love you because the way that you are. The, heart, the beautiful heart that you are. Your lips when you kiss me. I love you because your hair. I love you because the kindness that you, you treat me. I love the way that you, 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 you manage our house. I love the way that you uh, raise our kids. I love you. Put this love in words. I love you. How? I love you because <laughs> the men they they they're they too too dry. I love you, baby. <laughs> no, they wanna hear some more. They wanna hear some juice words. If you don't say this in the house, somebody there gonna say it. She will like it. You're gonna get mad. But it's your fault. You're not saying what they want to, want to hear. And the ladies, express your, your feelings. Gretchen his. I love you. 
don't grab, don't grab here. Oh, how are you doing? No. Why are you going to do this for me? Grab something that he has strong. If they had, they had the no, just the cane. Grab something. Express your love in words. Let's break some change today. Let's stand up. I would like that you pray. That uh, the things that have been handing you in your family. You don't, didn't see yet in your children, in your family, in your husband, in your wife, in your, uh, in your own life. Say, Lord, please give me this strength to break the chain. He will give you the strength, but he's not going to break the chain for you. He's going to give you the strength, and you're going to pull that thing that's hiding you, because the things that's ahead of you is greater. Let's pray and let's sing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. You just can't say Jesus. There is power. You can say Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In his name, he will break our every chance. There is power. He doesn't have nothing that he can do today. But you got to open your heart. Open your heart. Say, Lord, help me. Give me this strength. And I'm going to come out of this church today. Stronger than I came in here. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes, raise this arm as a victory people for us to be able to accomplish the assignment that God gave to us to preach the gospel to heal the sick to cast out the demons Lord and help us have this army in us to break all the chains and the past people that have been hurting us this morning Lord I forgive them I release forgive it to them. I will forgive. I will forgive those who trespass me. I will release this forgiveness, Lord, because you told me. Not just seven times, but seven times seventy. And I know you're going to increase our faith to do that today. Lord, and raise this church as a people that have been healed. In their hearts from the past. The past is been holding people to their greatness. But today, Lord, break this chain. Lord, and break this chain. If you right now try just by faith, hear this chain falling. Just try to see, Lord, and I can hear that falling. Right now, was holding my in my neck, holding my arms, holding my legs. I can feel that getting out of my life. If you want, even to shake it off, that change from your life, and say, Lord, I can hear that thing falling from my kids, falling from my husband, falling from my wife, falling from my past. Lord, no change is gonna hinder me to go 
been doing what you told me to do. Nothing was going to distract me, Lord, to get and give the uh, fulfilled assignment that you just put set in my life. Lord, and let us give this heart, Lord, to forgive. Let's sing that I can hear. I, I hear the chains falling. And you can shout that. I hear the chains falling. Yes. Yes. In my life. In my heart. I hear I hear the chains falling. In my family. In my children. I hear the chains falling. In my job. In my church. Amen. Can you Amen. give a Jesus? Uh, yes.